Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. And may I say, your breasts are still showing. <laughs> and the amazing Chris Randazzo. I have quarters! We here on this week's episode talk TV. This week we're talking Friends, Season 5, Episode 14. The one where everybody finds out. But before we get into that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mail at geekade.com. Tell us what we're doing right. Tell us what we're doing wrong. What shows should we be watching? Do you agree with the shows that we are watching? Just contact us. Let us know you're listening. We like interaction. Karen. Hi. Now, seeing as Chris and I both picked a couple of winners in air quotes. You sure did. I feel like you... This is like a bunt. You know what I'm saying? It's a solid hit. You know it's going to work. But why this particular episode? All right. So a little while back, I something caught my eye in my Facebook feed. That, hey, and it was an article. I have to find the link and so we can put it in the show notes. Every single episode of Friends ranked. Okay. And it was, there are 236 episodes. Correct. And this was number two, which I call bullshit. I don't even remember now which was number one. Actually, it's a it, solid choice. In in the, the IMDb trivia section, I was reading it while I was waiting to get on here. It says, uh, shares highest individual episode rating out of 238 episodes with the last one, part two, getting slightly more... But has more votes. How does that make sense? That doesn't make sense. But the last no, one, doesn't. part two, has more votes. So yeah. it would be the... Yeah, just because it's the finale. No, I don't agree with that. This just I don't know. I, I'll, I'll find the link with the ranking. But uh, <laughs> this is an absolute masterclass <laughs> in how to do a great sitcom episode. It's got most of the cast... <laughs> working together in one ensemble plot it's very like old school farce and it really like it's really well built it's really well written it's really well paced it's just and uh, the acting is like mm. i'm kissing my fingers and doing that chef thing because it's yeah it's just beautiful it i love my favorite part of this episode is the sheer craziness that is the interaction between um, Phoebe and Chandler which mm-hmm. is is beautifully paced throughout the entirety of the episode and and one really nice thing about it is the way the two of them react to whichever person is like keeping the secret with them um, whoever's like on their team mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when they think 
that the other person doesn't get that it's a game. Then they really believe that, like, when Chandler believes that Phoebe wants to sleep with him, and when Phoebe really believes that he's going to cheat on Monica, <laughs> the two of them are just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> it's 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 amazing. Matt, uh, Matt. That, that's where some of the biggest laughs came from for me. <laughs> Joey, I mean, <laughs> the height of I confusion. was just about to say. <laughs> my um, my, the, my the hero of this episode for me is Joey. Um, not just because of his reactions to everything, but because he has one of my favorite subtle jokes in the episode. Which the um, the well, he mentions the penguin earlier in the episode, <laughs> and then like like three scenes later, they walk in on him, and he's holding the penguin in his chair. He just tosses it behind the chair real quick. He's napping <laughs> in his chair with his penguin pal. Okay, I I, I love that so much. And Hugsy is not just a one episode gag. He comes back later. Do, isn't isn't Hugsy the same doll that uh, Rachel's kid takes from him? Yeah, when uh, when Rachel's living there with Emma, uh, she ends up the the baby ends up like falling for Hugsy, and Joey ends up giving it to her. Sort of. I think they bought a backup Hugsy for one of them. Yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> not clear which one needs the backup. And I mean, granted, we have all of this back and forth with the sexual tension between the two of them, but the entire the entire time. There's a whole, I don't know, third plot line with Ross trying to get Naked Guy's apartment. Yes. And I can't remember if Naked Guy ever actually showed up on screen before this. That was the first appearance of him. (laughs) And apparently the last because he moved. (laughs) And it's funny because they make a joke in the dialogue about how, like, ironically, all the boxes in his apartment are labeled clothes. But then when they... (laughs) They go to look at the apartment to see if they want. Rots wants to get it. All the boxes in the background are labeled like sweaters, underwear. <laughs> he clearly has clothes, as you would have to if you have to go outside of your apartment. Uh, uh, yeah, yes, true. But like him answering the door, his back is to camera, and he has like the biggest big gulp cup I've ever seen <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's hard to say that that was, role was well cast, but that stand-in was well chosen, I suppose. Perfect. <laughs> this, what I like best about Friends is that even the like really bad episodes, which there weren't very many, were still tolerable. And then the really good ones are like off the charts good. Like they, they, some of the best like sitcom, some of the best TV. Period. Yeah, a- a- absolutely. This is my favorite version of Chandler. Like he, I don't know, he had some personal issues whilst you know filming this show. I was never a fan of Husky Chandler or like early Chandler, but this mm-hmm. is like. Prime, classic, Chandler. classic, exactly what Chandler is supposed to be, and <laughs> sweater vest and all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> his, I don't know, facial cues are are, are fantastic. He doesn't really have to even say anything, 
And then when he does, it's just like the cherry on top of the joke. It's yeah, Matthew Perry is is he gets he doesn't get enough credit, I think. No, I don't think he does. Uh, I think he's pretty spectacular in most of the things I've seen him in. Yeah, and uh, like a lot of the other Friends alumni, I guess Jennifer Aniston primarily, uh, like is more famous now. Courtney Cox, I guess, a little bit too. But like Matthew Perry just keeps doing TV shows and he keeps knocking it out of the park. Unfortunately, I guess since Friends, he hasn't really chosen projects that took off. Yeah, right. Which, you know, Studio 60. Yeah. And he also. That uh, Mr. Sunshine show. What he's that oh that's right Mr. Sunshine I forgot about that he's all, I think he, he had a small role on West Wing too he's also doing yes, the Odd Couple I do remember that happened is he still doing is the Odd Couple canceled is that yet? still on I don't know I know he did that <laughs> let's I th- think it is on let's take a look but it's on CBS so who who watches that uh, no it fin- it got canceled <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah it has shame a- for him and for Tom Lennon wow. He's been on a lot of TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, when he and Phoebe are having that final showdown and they like each like put a hand on each other and they trade moves like that. And then he goes to reach for her chest and then it just like it kills it. up to her shoulder. <laughs> that kills me every time. <laughs> I can watch this episode literally a hundred times in a row and laugh every time. <laughs> <laughs> the joke that gets me is when he, she says, I want to get naked and ha- and have you rub lotion all over my body. And then he <laughs> says, I'll go get the lotion. And he goes into the bathroom and he's, you know, I don't want to say bickering, but they're going back and forth, him and Monica and everything settles. And then he just stops for me and he goes, did you clean up in here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a good joke. Because <laughs> another another thing that this episode does is it really puts on display like the essence of each of these characters. <coughs> like, yes, of course, Monica cleaned up while she was hiding in the bathroom. <laughs> the bit where Ross starts jumping, <laughs> <laughs> the little leg flail. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> like he's got that look on his face. Like, wait, can I? Am I allowed to? Yay! <laughs> Yeah, Ross is, um, of the whole cast, to me, Ross is the worst. So another thing I like about this episode is that he's kind of sidelined by natural, the, just the natural circumstances of the plot. They're trying to keep information, information away from him. So he's really not in most of it. So right. that's awesome. Not a, but it also not a Ross sets fan, up are the you? whole episode <laughs> sets up the brilliant stinger at the end. Which, did you watch all the way through the credits, Evan? I did. Did I? I think I did. <laughs> Where Ross is looking at, you know, he, he brings his boss back to his new apartment to show oh. it off and tell him how he's ready to come back to work. Yeah. Because he's over all his rage issues. Oh, you know what happened? <laughs> ah, I did see that, but I let Netflix run into the next episode, which ties immediately. Yeah. In the beginning of that episode is him doing the my best friend yeah. and my sister and routine. my sister <laughs> <laughs> yes i forgot where the episode ended <laughs> yes. yes the get off my sister is really <laughs> Actu- if you have to have ross that's pretty good ross <laughs> 
Oh man, it's and it, just it showcases getting confused and more confused and <laughs> and so sad about how confused he was. Well, he truly <laughs> doesn't want to hold those secrets. It's honorable. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he, uh, and at a certain point, he literally he's going to keep the secrets because he literally doesn't know what's going on <laughs> he's anymore. He's completely confused. <laughs> Yeah, gender, Joey is uh, uh, definitely underrated in this episode. Like when well, you think about it, you really mainly think of Chandler and Phoebe, yeah. and then maybe a secondary you think Monica and Rachel. Joey gets kind of pushed to the side because he's because of the confusion that he's. But he every bit he's on screen is just like you're you're laughing. Which I, I mean, I always liked Joey. I mean, I know he's not the the greatest of character types, like the the idiot next door neighbor, but I always thought Matt LeBlanc had really good timing, and the writing of the show is is very helpful. But yeah, he he does that part as much justice as that kind of part could possibly be done. You know, mm-hmm. like he's the he's probably the best idiot neighbor imaginable. Right, and and my the the. I've never really liked Phoebe. I just never understood the appeal to her. And, yeah, I'm with you there. And this episode like makes me sort of understand why she is a liked or a beloved character. Like I get it. It's just maybe it's just not for me. I always liked Ross better than Phoebe. <laughs> and, Interesting. And the the back and forth between her and and. Chandler and then the plotting with her and Rachel I mean like I get it it's just I feel like her alone I guess like her own storylines just were like there can be like she could be a lot yeah I could see like you know too much Phoebe is too much if I hear smelly cat one more time I'm gonna stab myself in the ear yeah that that whole smelly cat joke I'd never got it like I never thought it was funny and like I guess I understand the joke, but most of Phoebe's humor was what fell falls flattest for me. Mm-hmm. But I still like her better than Ross. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like I don't hate Ross, but he is kind of the worst. Like he as is a the person. worst. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally the worst. The worst. But I mean, he also has some absolutely fantastic moments. I mean, like fine by me. <laughs> yes. Yes, that was on in our house just like on the other day. Like, bye bye me. <laughs> well, I mean, this is a very good palate cleanse for the the, the previous episodes that w- Chris and I chose, and it's Friends is always a safe pick. It's like any episode that you put on, there's something in there that will appeal to you. It's definitely my happy place. And TV, like I can watch it. It can be on during anything. I mean, I I felt like that for a while with um, Cougar Town. Like when 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 Friends ended, and I felt like that was my like Friends is is a big deal in my family, like a big deal. (laughs) And when that went away, and you know, Courtney Cox showed up, it felt like a weird cross between. Friends and Scrubs. Yeah, I guess it kind of was like a 
weird cross between friends and scrubs and you could see like it was you know the writing and the and the act that like it was a nice i don't want to say replacement but it was it it, it it helped ease the lack of friends because 10 years is that how long this was on yes so that's all friends that's, that's 230 plus episodes that's a lot of goddamn friends that's a lot of nuts <laughs> all right very good I, I, i'm glad i was able to kind of reset the yeah. uh, dial here <laughs> the, for us. reset the tone What's great about that now is that it's now I watched one episode of Friends, so it falls back into the continue watching line on my Netflix. Mm -hmm. So whenever there's some downtime, just throw that on. And good background television too, because you can you can walk away from it. You don't have to pay heavy attention to it. And when you do, you've seen them all, right? And when you zone in, you go, "Ha ha!" I remember. And then you just keep going about your business. So good stuff, Karen. Thank you. You're welcome. Oh, all right. Let us take a quick break. Um, got a bunch of news to talk about when we get back, so stay tuned. On a very special episode of the Waveback Podcast, Chris flies solo to celebrate the 30th anniversary of the release of an NES game that's near and dear to his heart. Hear the music that started it all for a little winged guy named Pitt. Don't miss the 8-bit chiptunerific soundtrack goodness in Waveback, episode 41, Kid Icarus. Are you a Hoovian and a binge-watcher? Now that the season 10 finale is aired, maybe you'd like to read some reviews or recaps, so you know what to expect. Well, then you're in luck. You can find our recap series, Time and Relative Dimension and Spoilers, with entries for all 12 episodes of the latest season of Doctor Who, under the Spoilers tab at geekade.com. After a brief hiatus, our tabletop gaming podcast is back. Our heroes talk a bit about the upcoming Magic the Gathering MMO, block structure changes, the return of the core set, upcoming product lineups, and review a whole bunch of new stuff. Then Dave and Jengis rejoice over a PHB2 of sorts, a new yet old D&D board game, and once again discuss the infamous Tomb of Horrors. Their quest ends with reviews of Elder Sign and Scythe. Check out You Shall Not Pass Go, Episode 17, An Embarrassment of Liches. Spider-Man Homecoming seems to be the smash hit of the summer. But if that doesn't convince you to go see it, maybe the informed opinion of our resident movie geek will. Find out all Alex has to say about Tom Holland's feature-length debut in the MCU. Spoiler alert, it's good. In Zwy Reviews Spider-Man Homecoming, a.k.a. Oh Thank God. You can catch all this great stuff plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at geekade.com. Chris? Well, hello, Evan. How are you, sir? Oh, I am fantastic. Are you all set for your Dragon Ball Super 60-second summary? Oh, I am ready for the Dragon Ball Super 60-second summary. You better believe it, Buster. Alright, when, when you are good to go, sir. And go. Alright, so, we're in the midst of the tournament. Uh, it, 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 
another bunch of craziness going on. Really, the main beat that was going on today was that everybody from, I think, Universe 9 decided to team up on Goku. They were just like, ah, this is the guy that basically made this tournament happen, so we're going to F him up. And if we get him off the team, then they're going to take a huge hit and we should be able to beat their team, no problem. Goku's universe is Universe 7, BG Dubs. So everyone teams up on Goku... And uh, then, like, Vegeta shows up to kind of, like, help him out of his mess. And uh, that was just awesome because you could see Goku and Vegeta fighting together, which is awesome. And they wound up beating everybody because that's what they do. Everybody that was ganging up on them. Also, meanwhile, this whole thing is going on. Frieza found, like, one dude and is just torturing him. Just, just torturing a dude. He shot, like, half his wings off and he's just beating the crap out of him just because he likes torturing people because he's evil and he's Frieza and it's awesome. And the next episode, we're going to get to see a bunch of stuff from Krillin and the other guys. And it's going to be awesome at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, sir. Oh, you're welcome. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials and a little bit of Dragon Ball Super. Let us talk some news. Now, this first one is sort of a stretch to use the word news. But it was entertaining. Apparently... Hodor has signed up to be a spokesperson for KFC. <laughs> this was the dumbest thing ever, but I don't care if we that. And Is it really dumber than uh, What's-His-Face Racing a Shark? Um, no, it's not dumber than Michael Phelps <laughs> Racing a Shark. Um, I, I don't... Is it a thing? Is it like chicken with fries a thing? Oh no! It's yeah, the chicken I, with rice. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, new dishes. Yeah. Oh, so he just keeps repeating chicken with fries, chicken with fries. Turns into the whole hold the door thing, and it's adorable. I'm glad to see yeah. he's getting work out of uh, you know outside of the you know number one Seeing as rated. He's dead on Game of Thrones. He's got to do something now. He's got, he's got to make. He's Wasn't he like a like world class DJ or something? I think he is. I th- I don't know about world class. I'm pretty sure he's a DJ though. So, it, it was pretty cute. Check it out. We'll put link in the show notes. We'll, we'll post it's the, cute. the link. Watch it. Um, Chris, did you watch any of Castlevania? Not yet. Okay. Really want to. Hearing almost universally good things about it. Um, a geekade writer. Um, nope, that was Spider Man. Never mind. Who was I? Who was I thinking about? Oh, this guy who works at a, my local game store. Absolutely, absolutely hated it. And uh, but he's kind of a curmudgeon and hates just about everything. So uh, <laughs> curmudgeon, sure, like big all fan of his, the show. All of his friends are all like, "Are you what? Are you serious?" And like they were listing all these things they love about. It. He's like, "Those are all the things I hated about it." <laughs> mm, I think people. I'm gonna love it, and you know why? Because Mike Sheridan messaged me and said, "Yo, did you see Castlevania? It's like the best thing ever." Uh, and if go. Mike Sheridan was a fan of it, he's like the Castlevania fan. So it was actually good. I watched it. I put it on thinking, you know, I, I, was in, I was in the middle of doing something else. But it was on in the background, and it was only four episodes long. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? And I really didn't watch it, watch it, so I put it on again. It's actually really good. Like, I enjoyed it. So is um so what's the news story we're talking about here? Because I I'm wondering right now, because I'm not looking at the news. The news story is there was... it has been renewed for season two. Okay, there's actually even a second piece of this okay uh, that because this was posted 
on the seventh. Yeah, there was a little another piece of news. So yes, it was renewed for season two, and then I think the news came out today that not only has it been renewed for season two, but like all the scripts are already done. Mm-hmm. So like he's already cooking this. He's he, this is already well cooked. And not only that, but he really wants to make a Metroid adaptation. Oh to my. which I say certainly. <laughs> <laughs> to which I say of course. Um, they're increasing the series length. So I think going up to eight episodes. And do, do you know if Warren Ellis is still writing it? I do not know okay. that. Oh, that's the the other piece of the thing with my friend Scott, who hated the show. He also hates Warren Ellis. All right, we have lost all respect for him. He has <laughs> no basis to say, say his opinion anymore. R.I.P. Scott. <laughs> He's dead now. Big fan of the show, but dead. <laughs> Yeah. He's dead to us anyway. <laughs> um, I enjoyed it. I thought that the art style was great. I'm glad that it's getting a season two. Me too. So, Can't wait to watch the first one. So, um, this next one, Karen, are you familiar with this work? Oh my god! Okay, Evan. All right, it's my favorite book in the universe. Oh, I thought, I thought um, American Gods was. No. Nope. Oh. He's my favorite author. This is my favorite book. Oh. Okay. See, there's just so much Neil Gaiman in the world right now that it's easy <laughs> to get confused. I, I apologize for the confusion, but apparently a uh, Good Omen, another Neil Gaiman joint, is hitting up, uh, go, heading to BB, Amazon Prime and then BBC Two. So it's going to be mm-hmm. six 60 minute episodes, I'm assuming. And uh, I guess so, yeah. yeah it's a um, six by 60. I, mean, so. I think we had talked before about this being a thing, but it has officially started shooting because this this is exciting news to me because there have been many adaptations of this that have tried to be made and really none of them have been successful of like even happening. Not like they made them and it sucked. Like they, they didn't just, even get made. They just fell fell apart. Gotcha. So the fact that this is actually shooting is incredibly exciting. It's, it's It says uh, the show began development in 2011. Wow. So it's been, yeah. they've been trying now for six years. So good thing that it's, I mean, finally, I guess. Finally, <laughs> um, yes. Well, they, the, the kicker of it being made was um, Terry Pratchett died. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that he was standing in the way. It was uh, Neil Gaiman met with Terry Pratchett shortly before his death. And he knew it was coming. And he said, basically, this needs to happen. And so it's kind of like in his memory that this is happening. That's nice. Um, It's going into production soon. So maybe we'll see it next year. Maybe. Yeah, I believe that's what it's slated for. And did you get a chance to watch any more of uh, American Gods? Not yet. Okay, because I am uh, as well. I have fallen behind, but I did enjoy it. And hopefully they they do as well with this. Yay, Amazon. Um, (laughs) Okay. Timing out right here for a second. One of you is whistling. Like, oh, like, I'm not whistling. Like through your nose. nose. <laughs> yeah. Sniff that shit up, Sorry. bro. <laughs> Apologize. 
it was just I said and it turned I didn't even <laughs> notice it until like right before you said it, I was just like, oh wow, I should probably do something about that. <clears throat> Alright, Karen, this this next one, it it's pretty shocking to me that someone took the time to first off do this. But secondly, how <laughs> wide of a variety there is in time length between the ending of a doctor to the beginning of a doctor or the announcing of a new doctor um yeah um i don't know if you know this about whovians but we're giant nerds (laughs) and this is the kind of stuff we get off on (laughs) (laughs) oh i see my mistake (laughs) figuring this shit out (laughs) so someone put together a list of lengths from the announcing of the end of a doctor's run to the announcing of the next doctor. And it ranges, I think the like it was the the shortest one was same day to up to 161 days. I think that was the longest yes. one that I saw. But now with t- um 12 going to 13, right? Mm-hmm. With Capaldi leaving, he announced it six months ago. Basically, yeah. He, 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 they still have yet to announce the new Doctor. Yeah, he's on tap to uh, for this to be the longest we've gone not knowing who the next Doctor is going to be. I mean, they're still they still have all the rumors and who's you know who's in the running. Yes, from the seventh to eighth Doctor, it was zero days. I found that funny. Actually, the long. Well, yeah, I mean, the longest one was 178. Excuse me, it was eighth to ninth Doctor. Longest wait, shortest run, right? Eccleston only had one season. He did. Yeah. But you were saying, I'm sorry. Yeah, and the seventh to eighth is kind of a wonky thing because really, the seventh was the end of classic series, and so there really wasn't like, oh, we're gonna. This, this guy's leaving and then the next guy's going to take over. It was more of like they brought him back in the TV movie because 8 was really only in the TV movie as far as um, television canon's concerned. So they killed off 7 and went to 8 in the TV movie and that's how it was same day. Oh, nerd. Yes, thank you. I'm well aware. <laughs> Uh, they actually have a breakdown. We'll post the link up. It's, it's if you're a Hoovian, it's pretty neat. Um, last last week we we spoke of a news story about um, Donald Donald Logue's uh, daughter being missing. Um, apparently, she's back. Um, yes, she has been found after she was a found week or in so a, uh, in North Carolina. Mm, yes. I think North Carolina. She's home, safe and sound, with the help of the NYPD, the FBI, and the social media elite that we are. Um, yes, all you who helped out with this, thank you. <laughs> Anyone who heard the story on our show and, and kept an eye out for Jade. We, we appreciate it. So it's nice that that ended on a positive spin. You know. I felt like we had such bad news last week that it would be nice to follow up yeah. on one yeah. of the stories with a happy ending. Yes. Yes. Valid point. Yes. So that's good news. More good news. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how I feel about this show. I can't remember if I liked it or not, 
But Curve Your Enthusiasm is coming back for season nine. So, yeah. I think more than anything, whether it's good or bad to me, it's surprising. Yeah. It's been a long time, right? Well, something like eight years. Uh, 2011, season eight, finished. So six years. So six years. Wow, really? Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was on this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> nope. So, HBO is going to do another season. Apparently, the same cast and or same cast and crew. Um, he, I, if you liked it, I, I'm going to assume you're going to like this. I just, yeah, I mean, it's, I, it appears to be more of the same. Yeah, it's coming in October. Um, I don't know that anybody was missing this show. Neither do I. But I guess I. I'm not mad that it's back. I, it's weird that it's back. <laughs> it is weird you know? that it's back. It's one of those things that let's bring something back that nobody was asking for. Sure. Yeah. Okay. But the things that people are asking for, fuck them. No Firefly. <sighs> Sorry. <Evan. laughs> okay. I this next this next article I, I it makes sense to me. So they started to cast um, Marvel's new warriors. Um, and as a comic book person, I know who Squirrel Girl is. I get it. And, oh, Christ on a cracker. Miliana Vanthrub. Yeah. That make, that's, that's proper casting. That makes sense. Yeah, that is <laughs> unfathomably perfect. And, like, I never and, even would have thought of it. But Right. Nobody thought it was out of nowhere. Well, maybe Matt Much thought of it because yeah. he seemed to be pretty excited about it. <laughs> I liked Chris's response. It was, <gasps> it's Tina from Other Space. So, <laughs> apparently, they are doing um, the, the New Warriors. They've cast the entire crew. Um, I don't recognize a single name. But <laughs> I might be just getting old. I don't know. Well, they are new warriors. Uh, no, no, no. No, stop it. <laughs> I'm not talking about <laughs> the comic characters. I'm no, that's what I'm saying. All the actors, they're supposed to be playing new warriors. You shouldn't know who they are. Boo. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I don't know any of these people. Let's see. Um, Dwayne Taylor. got... Who would now? Let's see. Jeremy... Jeremy Tardy. Okay, so say Miliana's name again. Milana Vaintrub. Yeah, a Milana. Millennium Backrub. Got it. <laughs> Derek Feller. Uh, Dwayne Taylor. We've got uh, this worthy guy, Callum Worthy, from Austin Alley. Never heard of it. Cassandra's Cassandra French's filming school. Never heard of it. French's uh, finishing school. <laughs> Matthew Moy. Uh, I recognize who, him from Two Broke Girls. So. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I avoided that show like the right? plague. Yeah, and he did voice stuff on Steven Universe. So all right, uh, uh, this girl's got a lot of hair. <laughs> Kate Comer. <laughs> That's she all Comer hair. <laughs> oh boo! <laughs> I love her hair. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, she shouldn't comb that hair. It's fantastic. I just I, whenever I see. A woman with hair like that, I go. It has to be warm. Like, I, I, I. That just looks like uncomfortably warm. I'd shave that. Sh like, that's how my hair gets if I let it get long. 
Can you please do that? Please. I, I, for the love of God. Maybe during the winter, but not now. Throw that business. <laughs> I want an Evan Fro. <laughs> <laughs> so the dawn of the Evan Fro. <laughs> and hold on. The dawn. <laughs> okay. Wrote it down. Got it. Um, so it's cast. It's coming. I I can't remember if the comic was lighthearted. I don't remember being lighthearted. I feel like this is one of those comics that has been lighthearted, but it also has not been. Like, Wasn't the I New Warriors like, like the start of the Civil War? Isn't it older than that, though? Nerds! Like I'm no, no, no. You see, no, no, no. We're asking. We're asking like, questions. We don't know the answers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but you care. <laughs> wow. Look, wow, I know that was Speedball is like Speedball just reeks of '90s. But like, didn't they like change him all super emo or something at one point? I don't. I, didn't he become some who's guy? The dude that, that like, blew up and killed all the kids. Himself? Yeah. Wasn't it so? Spe- all right. It doesn't matter. They're making it lighthearted. Uh, it's. Isn't it on Freeform? Yes, it's go- it's Freeform with so, uh, yeah, Cloak and Dagger. Cloak and Dagger. So uh, it's not apparent if they're going to be fil- or showing at the same time. I'm- Pause. <coughs> One fifteen. Karen, are you back? I'm back. Okay. <laughs> Skype decided to pause for some reason. Okay. Let's see. And uh, by the way, I call you guys nerds out of love. I believe nerds is a uh, A term of endearment, not a derogatory (laughs) term. Oh, shit. New Warriors have been around forever. Oh, yeah. Been around for a long time. So, all right. So, yeah, they weren't the start of Civil War. They were 1989. No, 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 no. I. Wasn't it the New Warriors? One of the new. I could have sworn one of the New Warriors did something horrible that started Civil War. Cannonball. The, no, not Speedball. It was Cannonball that exploded and killed all the kids in Connecticut. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But something happened with Speedball because he eventually became Penance. Yes. All right. We've gone down a, a rabbit hole that we need to pull out of. Let's let's move on to the next story. Um, <laughs> like, this, this title is Stranger 2, Stranger Things Season 2. It's happening, um, and apparently it's much darker and scarier. I remember Stranger Things being pretty suspenseful and scary. Yeah, it was a pretty freaky stuff. Right? <laughs> like, I don't know what they're doing to make it more so. Darker and more eerie. It was pretty goddamn eerie and pretty goddamn yeah, dark. <laughs> yeah. So... Like it's, it's about to get real, you guys. It's about. Which to one was Will? The one who was in the Upside Down. That, yeah, he came back, uh, and there is something okay. wrong with him at the end of season one. Yeah. Spoilers. I didn't remember any of the kids' names. I just remembered them. Mike right. was the kid that had a thing for Eleven, right? Mm-hmm. So those were the two main kids, and there was the kid with the teeth thing and the black kid. Who was very lovely when my daughter met him. Oh, look at that. I did not know your daughter met him. Yeah, he's from the area we live in. And uh, my 
my mother-in-law had the kids at the Cape May Zoo and they ran into him. <laughs> it was it was a cute little story. <laughs> so he took a picture with her in her stroller. Aw. <laughs> so there's something wrong with Will. It's going to be darker and scarier. Still going to be light, uh, you know, have some fun stuff in it as well because that was, I guess that was a big deal. And I don't remember being that fun in the first season either. <laughs> what not being fun? The show, like it wasn't fun. It was scary. Yeah, it was definitely there was a you know, scary, but there was a sense of adventure and a sense of yeah. humor and a sense of fun. It was like, uh, you know, like Spielberg E.T. era kind of fun. Okay. Yeah, it was like Goonies, but like holds up over time. <laughs> <laughs> truer words have not wow. been spoken about that movie. Wow. Um, Look, I'm not saying I don't love Goonies. I do. But there's certain aspects of that movie that have not aged extraordinarily well. <laughs> Especially if you're someone who did not really see Goonies during its time and only saw it as an adult and you're like... What? what the <laughs> hell is everyone talking about? Um, Which is me. Uh, this new characters and a new monster. So, and apparently the monster will be on screen more. So that's good because the monster wasn't on screen very much. I remember that. And. Th- we have a premiere date. This says Halloween, which is wrong because everywhere else I've seen is said October 27th. Okay. Well, is it? So it'll be out for Halloween. Hallow- it's Halloween-ish. Halloween weekend. <laughs> Halloween adjacent. <laughs> Halloween adjacent. Um, so yeah, that's, that's actually coming pretty soon, which is good because gives me a little time to rewatch season one because I will. And then... Just dive right into season two. <laughs> Gives us a lot of time to not catch up on all the other stuff we haven't watched yet. Yeah, oh, freaking Defenders is coming out before oh, shit. that, right? Tr- I think that's Defenders true. Defenders coming out in a month. I oh mean, we haven't. God. We have to finish have to Iron f- Fist. Well, we just finished Arrow, right? Now we're working on Eye Zombie, and once we finish Eye Zombie, we got to do that one next. See, I, you know, this is the problem. That doesn't leave any room for new stuff. Because we keep watching... Like Game of Thrones, and we haven't watched any of the new season of Orphan Black or oh, Orange is the oh New Black. Oh my god, right. Orphan Black. I totally forgot. That's the last season, too. I know. Oh my god. All right. But Not enough hours. L- let's, let's finish up this news so that we can go watch... <laughs> so we can go catch up on some television. Yeah. Um, apparently, Lucy Liu is going to be directing the season two premiere of Luke Cage. I didn't realize that this was a news thing before. Like she, like I didn't realize she was on set, but um, I guess that's cool. They she, they list a couple of her credits. Nothing that I said to myself. Oh wow, that was bad. So, <laughs> so I I I haven't watched a single episode of Elementary because I watched the real one. Um, right. So, okay. I'm. Uh, I have. A, I have no opinion when it comes to this article, but it's a thing. <laughs> this well, is a thing that has happened. Yes. I know you're not a huge fan of Lucy Liu, Chris, but yeah. I do have a lot of faith in the showrunners of Luke Cage. So yeah, as do I. And th- look, I mean, she could be a great director. I have no problem with that. Yeah, sure, live the dream, go nuts. And she, apparently, they have a relationship, like they worked together previously. So. We'll see what happens. I don't, I don't foresee it being a big deal. Cool, man. Um, and I posted one final one because th- I caught this and I thought it was 
it was neat. I didn't see it coming. Uh, I didn't know they were doing this. Yeah, Netflix is doing another live-action adaptation of a comic book. Uh, this time they're tapping Dark Horse for Umbrella Academy. Have you read that, Chris? No, I know that like when I worked in the comic book store, like at least twice a week, uh, teenage girls would come in because it was written by Gerard Way. Yes. <laughs> like, do um, you have the um, My Chemical Romance book? Uh, yeah. <laughs> do you have the My Chemical Romance wrote a book? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so it is an Eisner Award-winning comic, meaning like that's like the Oscars of comics. So it is written by Gerard Way of My Chemical Romance. And it's a tale about a no, a children trying to solve their father's murder. All the children are weird, and they have pseudo uh, powers. It's a pretty dark book from my recollection, so I'm interested in seeing it. I mean, Dark Horse has always been to the darker side of the, the comic book world. That's where we get stuff like Hellboy and with the acronym that is the rest of the crew from Hellboy. I don't remember what it is. BPRD. That's the one. <laughs> so, and it's going Netflix. I, it, it, I'm okay. 10 episodes, 2018. Bring it on. So that's it. I think that's it. Hold on. Scrolly scroll. Scroll. We're done. Let's wrap this up, Chris. Yay. Let's wrap it up in a neat little bow. A pretty bow. That's pink. Sorry, I'm just scrolling through my phone to try to get back to my uh, notes. Where the hell did my notes go? Where did there they are? There they are. And you know what they say, Evan? They say that the app crashed. They say that you can get in touch with us at mailgeekate.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on Twitter. I'm at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen is at Shoot underscore the underscore moon. And Evan is at Geekade underscore Evan. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on Geekade.com where we post something new. Almost every single day. <laughs> we post something new. <laughs> oh, Chris. All right. Actually, Chris, you got to keep going. Now, you said earlier that you need my help looking it up. Just fi finding where we can watch this episode. Okay, gotcha. It's kind of an obscure piece of, uh, piece of television. All right, here. so it is your choice. It is my choice. And you have to make up for um, the last choice. As I have to make up for my last choice next week, so. Well, look. All right, I feel like you guys are really giving me a lot of shit for my episode <laughs> of Cowboy Bebop, and that was not a bad episode of television. It was Excuse not a good me. episode. Evan is giving you a lot of shit. <laughs> yes, that was not a bad episode of television. Whatever. It was not a good episode to be the first episode somebody watched of that show. That is as far as I will concede. But anyway, what? Uh, this is what? What do you got? 
this is a this is gonna be a different one. Oh boy! <laughs> and uh, what I would like to watch is season one, episode two of MTV's Made. The episode is called "The Sly Caps Are Made Into a Band." Made. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. I'll see what I I'm can do. I'm not going to say damn word about it. That's all I have to say. All right. I will have to see what I can do. All right. So that wraps it up for t- this week. Uh, thank you for sticking around the entirety of the episode. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Hey, didn't he used to have a cat? Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.